How's it going today, guys? Once again, back here in the studio, another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today is Friday, uh, June 1st, 2018. It's our first podcast of June. Obviously, we know the big game last night, NBA Finals. That's actually all I'm really going to hit on today. It's just me in the studio. Kobe couldn't be with me. Uh, my producer is actually out of town, so kind of have to produce this one myself. So I apologize in advance if it's low quality and whatnot. But I'm trying to do what I can here to still get my thoughts out on the game. So, guys, I mean. Last night was a wild one. That was one of the better NBA Finals games I've watched, period. I mean, one of the most controversial basketball games I've seen here in a couple of years. And my first observation is I love how that in the biggest stage against the best team ever is when that we get the best out of the best player ever, and that being LeBron James. I mean, 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He's the first player to ever combine or to uh, account for more than 70% of his or 70 points of his team that his team scored that game and still lose the game. I mean, that's crazy to me. The fact that LeBron was responsible for 70 points last night and they still lost. I mean, my first thing I have to say is I don't personally think the Cavs have a chance in this series. I still I stick with that statement. I don't think they can win more than one game, but I'm still sticking with my original prediction of Warriors in four. I like that a lot still. I mean, LeBron has 51 points last night. He counts for 70 points of his team's offense, and they still lose the game. I mean, that's just crazy. But I really just don't see a way they can beat Golden State. I mean, after that happening, Golden State was just too dominant and too good. LeBron did everything he had to and more in the fact that Golden State was still able to weather that storm and win the game just speaks volumes to how good Golden State is. They could do absolutely nothing to stop LeBron. And the fact that LeBron was able to slow the game down and his team was hitting shots and they were able to slow down and make it a half-court game really helped them. Also, they dominated the Warriors on the rebounds. I mean, it was not even close with rebounds last night. The Cavs grabbed 64 rebounds, the Warriors 42 rebounds. That's over 20 rebounds they out-rebounded them by. That is just crazy to me. I mean, that just speaks volumes to how good the Cavs did and how they were able to force their pace. They were able to keep guys like Tristan Thompson on the floor a lot last night. Jeff Green, I mean, he had 36 minutes last night. Um, Larry Nance Jr. played effective with 19 minutes. He had nine points, and I saw him hit some outside shots too, something I've never seen him do before. I mean, 11 rebounds, 11 rebounds for – or 13 rebounds for Love. Um, I mean, Tristan Thompson, he only had five rebounds, but he still did a lot for them out there. Um, I loved how Kevin Love helped pick up the scoring with 21 points. Also, Jordan Clarkson and Corver had Clarkson having a plus eight, plus minus, plus 12 for Corver, and they did great with guys out there. Then you look at guys like uh, J.R. Smith, who had a minus 22, plus minus in the second half. His plus minus was a uh, minus 13, and the Cavs were plus seven, or minus 13 when he was on the floor. Cavs were plus seven when he was off the floor. I mean, I'm sorry, J.R., you know I love you to death, bro, but it was not your night last night. We'll get down to it, the controversial play here. What was J.R. Smith thinking on that rebound? First off, I want to say this. I think George Hill's more to blame than J.R. Smith is here. I mean, he missed the potential game-winning free throw. No excuse there. I mean, you got to knock that down. That's your one chance to beat this team and steal one. I mean, if the Cavs have stolen one last night. I still think it was only going five, maybe six games. But I mean, that's huge. You steal home court advantage. I mean, who knows what could happen? Obviously, that's what I think would happen still, but... I mean, you never know. It's sports. Anything can happen in sports. We've seen some of the craziest upsets we've ever seen. The Golden Knights, a first-year team, I mean, they're in the Stanley Cup final right now. I mean, Michigan versus Appalachian State. There's all kinds of crazy upsets I've seen. So to say something can happen in sports is kind of ridiculous. But still, I think it'd be kind of be pretty hard for it to happen. I think that'd be the greatest upset I've ever seen in the history of sports if Cleveland was somehow able to win the series. But the Cavs came out firing last night, and that's what I love to see. From a Golden State perspective, I thought that – 
they have to do something to slow down LeBron. They have to get better on the boards. I mean, they tried Jordan Bell. He had 13 minutes. We saw JaVale McGee for the first time in a minute with six. Um, I just think that Golden State kind of came out not expecting as much from the Cavs like that they after they had played such a tough series against the Rockets. I think they thought it'd be easy and they could kind of coast through the games, and that just wasn't what it was. I mean, like I said before, Golden State likes to run. They like to play fast. And when the Cavs are able to slow the game down in a half-court set and score points, I mean, that's the Cavs dictating the pace of the game. That's how they were able to beat them back in that game when Draymond got suspended in Golden State. Then they were obviously able to defend home court. Then they are able to beat them again. I mean, it's a little bit of combo of that and shutting down Steph Curry. But last night, they couldn't even do that. Steph Curry was my player prop. I said over 26 points. He had 29 last night. Kevin Durant in 26, Draymond with the triple-double. Love seeing Draymond mimic and mock LeBron a little bit there. I mean, it was crazy to watch this game for sure, how everything unfolded. But going back to that last play with J.R. Smith, I mean, I really think that J.R. Smith was just kind of looking around for uh, to pass the ball to LeBron. I really think that's what he was trying to do. He got the rebound, dribbled it back out, and was trying to find LeBron. It ended up being one of the biggest blunders in probably the history of sports. I've seen multiple talk shows today where they've been trying to put it up there with the uh, butt fumble or with... Um, the Cowboys play where the guy tries to recover the kick and boots it, and then the other team ends up picking up and running it in. I mean, there's all kinds of absurd plays that's drawn that comparison to, but I really do feel bad for JR. It was definitely a huge mental lapse, and you can't have stuff like that in the finals. I think uh, Clay and Steph sent, sent him a little bit of that Cali Kush, that Cali gas, and he got a little too stoned before the game and didn't know where he was at or something like that. But I mean, JR has been real hit or miss in these playoffs, and I think the Cavs need to move, need to move him out of the starting lineup and move him farther down the bench until he starts playing well. I mean, I mean, I love J.R. Smith, but he's played awful these last couple games. But going back to last night, the Cavs were able to dictate the pace of the game. There was multiple times, like in the third quarter, where the Warriors looked like they are about to run away with the game. The Warriors did outscore them 28-8 to 22 in that quarter. But, I mean, we're used to the Warriors doing a lot more than that. I personally was not impressed with Kevin Durant. He was 8 for 22, 1 for 7 from 3. I mean, he did have nine rebounds, six assists, 26 points, a plus 17, plus minus. I mean, that's all real good right there, but he was very inefficient shooting. There was a lot of calls where the refs bailed him out and lots of stuff that kind of went his way that helped him out a lot. I thought Durant played bad, and I feel like he's been playing bad the last couple of games. I feel like Draymond and Clay are the two most consistent Warriors, and Steph and KD have been hit or miss, but Steph, obviously, like I always say at home, it's his it's his house. It's his it's his uh, effing house, like we heard the other night against the Rockets. So, I mean, Steph always shows up to play here. Um, I really think another thing last night with those calls, I agree that that was a blocking call on LeBron. Yes, I know that your feet don't have to be set. You have to be in legal guarding position. I still feel like that he kind of initiated the contact, but I agree that it was BS that the refs decided to turn the call over and change it. I mean, it's just like in football. You can't go review a pass interference call. You can't review a holding call. You can review if his feet are in the cylinder or not, and his feet were clearly not in the cylinder. So, I mean, I thought that was a terrible call, and I really think that call had a lot to do on the game, but you can't sit here and cry and complain about referees ruining a basketball game. I mean, refs are only human. That's the human factor of the game. It is what it is. got to accept it. I mean, officials are always going to make bad calls throughout the game. I mean, yeah, you can say that that's what it is but I mean you got to be mentally tough and not let that be what affects you in the game I mean obviously it's tough for the Cavs to get over that and kind of get over the hump and win that game I think they really felt let down with that and a lot of other things but Cleveland needs to take away from this game they did lots of good stuff I mean 
We saw Kevin Love play like an all-star again with 21 and 13. I mean, he didn't shoot it well from three, but at least he was putting in points and giving them something. I mean, the Cavs actually look like a team. I don't know what it is about Game 7s, but against the Pacers, um, obviously that whole Toronto series, and then in Game 7 against the Celtics and at home, the Cavs actually look like a team. They're putting together much better basketball. I mean, if they can come out and play like a team again, they can actually... Keep it close, I think, in Golden State. Obviously, you can't expect 51 from LeBron again. But then again, LeBron is the greatest player ever. I expect nothing but greatness from him. Maybe he has something up his sleeve for next game. That, I don't really know. I'm still picking the Warriors next game. I mean, this, though, was a great game, guys. And we saw so much good stuff throughout this game. I mean, Golden State's going to be plus 12.5 once again in this game. I don't know. I feel like the Golden State's probably going to blow them out this time. But then again, last night's game kind of did go along with Golden State blowing teams out in game ones at home. That's what they've been doing all season long. So I don't know what's really going to happen there. Personally, I'm kind of leaning towards Golden State. I feel like they're just going to come out and fire a lot and the Cavs won't show up. But, I mean, the Cavs are going to play them close at home. So it's going to be a good, fun series to watch. Um I think that Jeff Green needs to do a little bit more scoring. I mean, he was 3-for-9 last night. I think he's got to knock down some more open threes. I mean, J.R. Smith did actually hit two threes. Shocker, he hit something. Same thing with George Hill. Um, I mean, if you look at look at everything statistically, the Cavs did a good job of taking care of the ball. They only had um, 12 turnovers, which I think is also a large part of them being able to slow the game down. But it was all about those offensive rebounds, 19 offensive rebounds. You can't give up 19 offensive rebounds and still win a game by 10 points. Golden State got really lucky last night, and I think they got away with one. Kind of, I don't think they came out ready to play once again and firing. But it was a good game all in all, and I was glad to get to watch it. I mean, I love watching these two teams go at it, and there's nothing better than a quality NBA Finals game. Hopefully next game will be equally as close, but I'll have more stuff for you all on Monday. Uh, thoughts after this next game? I mean, looking into this next game once again, we'll give y'all one more quick little look ahead. I mean, I expect Golden State and Steve Kerr to fix up the problems they had. Um, I think they'll do a better job keeping Cleveland off the rebound. I also uh, saw that they had 31 assists last night, so they're moving the ball the way they like to move the ball a lot. So I really think that Golden State will keep doing that. So that kind of hurts Cleveland right there, seeing Golden State could still move the ball the way they want to. But if Cleveland, it's all comes down to if Cleveland's role players can hit shots. If they don't hit shots, we won't have a close game again. They hit shots, we'll have another close game again. So, I mean, I hope they stay hitting shots because we all know what LeBron's going to do. It's just if they're going to lose by 20 and LeBron is 50 or if they're going to keep it close and you never know what happens in a close game I can't say they won't be able to pull it out in the close game but all that and more coming for y'all let's hit a quick little lightning round here for y'all Braves and Nationals in this huge four game series with the Braves winning last night to take back first place from them that was huge Loved watching us get that little win get the save 4-2 victory but Strasburg is pitching day against Fultonevich Honestly, usually I'd say Strasburg's going to win this game, but I don't think so. Fulte just beat Chris Sale. He's a better pitcher than Strasburg, so what's to say he won't be able to beat Strasburg? Obviously, Fulte never gets run support. That's been one big thing that we've always said is Fulte needs more run support, but he got it last time. I think he'll get it this time. I mean, it'll be a lot tougher, though, obviously, to get that run support against Strasburg, but I'm really looking forward to the rest of this series. I'm actually going to the game on Saturday. To see McCarthy pitch against Geo, I mean McCarthy's five and two, Geo six and two. That's gonna be a good one. Then on Sunday we got Sanchez versus Helixson. That's another one we might be able to win. He's one and zero, and he's two and zero. So I mean it's gonna be up there for grabs. I think we can pull it out, but this would be big for us to win because then we play the Padre, and then we go on a huge West Coast road trip out in L.A. and out in San Diego. So, I mean, Braves need to get these wins right here. This can help us make big separation for first place. Um, another big series to watch out for this weekend is 
um, Houston versus Boston. Um, both these teams are two of the best teams in baseball. Obviously, we all know what Boston's been doing this season, but Houston especially needs to win this series because if you look at things on the other um, perspective, the Mariners are sitting two games back from behind them, and they play Tampa Bay this weekend. Tampa Bay, we all know that they have not been that great of a team this season, so Houston really can't afford to come in here and drop a bunch of games to Boston because then it's just not going to be looking good for them. But Houston's had a real rough stretch here, having to play Boston, New York, uh, Cleveland, lots of good teams in a row, so lots of good baseball this weekend. Hope y'all check all that out. I'll keep tweeting bets and stuff for y'all off my account. Go follow me on Twitter at Hot Takes with TP3 and interact with me, please. I love seeing what y'all have to say to me. I always try to respond to y'all. Nothing like a good sports debate. It's one of my favorite things to do. So just hit me up at me. You know what it is. I'll see y'all next week.